This is the Team Clear Coat Podcast. We're two friends finally doing something about our obsession with cars. We're probably not doing it well, but it should be fun and we might actually learn something along the way. I'm Ian. And I'm Dave, and this is our show. Hey, Ian. Hey, Dave. Oh my God, it's so good to be back in the blanket fort. Yeah, and it's a, a once again improved blanket fort. Yeah, this is blanket fort 5.0. You guys, what what happens is when Dave gets bored, <laughs> he just starts or, reconfiguring the bank, the blanket fort, or a lot of other things happen in Dave's life. Yeah, uh, but yeah. Um, so basically, uh, a friend of mine asked me about um, what I was doing with um, a bunch of PVC pipe and connectors, and I said, "Well, basically, I'm I'm building a blanket for it to record my podcast in. And um, you kind of have to think about it like I'm a child with an overabundance of allowance <laughs> so, <laughs> and a ride to Home Depot. So, <laughs> I mean, that's pretty much, that pretty much describes most of us, I think. Yeah. <laughs> we were children. Now we're children with money. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For the time being. Yeah, for the time being, yeah. <laughs> well, Ian, it's so good to be back in the blanket for with you, buddy. It is. It is good, yeah. Um. So... Just to get right off to it, uh, the only garage update I have is that Dusty Rusty's going off to the mechanic this week for the clutch and everything. So, yeah. Yep. So stay tuned. That's fun. Yep. Yep. I, I have reserved my loaner from Mile High. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's the loaner. Are you getting an upgraded clutch or is it a. Yeah. I'm going with the Vigan clutch. Okay. Yep. yep. Right. So, um, yeah. So they're, they're taking care of a bunch of stuff. So they're doing the clutch, the pressure plate, the, uh, they're resurfacing the flywheel. Mm-hmm. They are replacing the, um, uh, the seal behind the flywheel. Um, then they're replacing the transmission seals. They're doing a transmission flush and fill. Oh, good. Um, they're adjusting my par- parking brake, and then they're uh, replacing my ignition switch. So, oh, so you don't have the <laughs> you can't get your keys out. Yeah, my key anymore. won't get stuck in the car anymore, <laughs> and I won't have to put my jacket over the center console to hide <laughs> that there's a key in my car, and you could just take it away. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, so that's that's all the stuff that they're doing. Um, I get the parts pretty soon, and yeah. So Dusty Rusty's going to the doctor. Good. I I do like I'm I will do an update as to the loaner car that I get from Mile High because I programmed my seating position into all three memory slots of <laughs> of the seat. So I I'm wondering how many of those will still be there when I go back. Yeah. Yeah. You're gonna hit one. And it's just gonna be like gonk. <laughs> yeah. It'll be Ian's seating position. Yeah. 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 So we'll see. Yeah. Um, yeah. So let's, we need to talk about my eyes and uh, then we're going to get to Ian's rental car adventures. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't have anything for my eyes. You don't me. have anything for my eyes? No. You know what I saw the other day that mm-hmm. I kind of wanted, it made me want to punch a hole in the universe. <laughs> um, I saw a hella flush Stance Bro Chrysler 300M. Whoa. Yeah. Right? A stanced on the three hundred M. So the old like Uh and and so you're like two thousand two, maybe? Two thousand one? Earlier than that, like ninety nine, two thousand, somewhere in there. Yeah. Uh, because I remember when those things came out. And so just for everyone listening, so the three hundred M was a storied name in the Chrysler in the Chrysler in Chrysler history. Okay. The three hundred the uh, the 300M that came out in the one we're talking about, the generation we're talking about, not so much. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It was basically like uh, the next evolution of the Dodge Intrepid, if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. It was that quote unquote cab forward design that they did. <laughs> yeah. And But man, they sold a lot of them. They did sell a lot and of them. And I think it was also, was it badge? What was the... Uh, Chrysler LHS was that the other car at the time mm. that might have been a different platform yeah, yeah I don't remember yeah anyway they're all so beige and tapioca that they're boring but anyway yeah, I, would someone... say, I would say it was from that one time that Chrysler ran out of money but that doesn't really narrow <laughs> yeah. it down does it no it doesn't yeah, yeah. so someone hella flush stance bro big wheels 
And uh, it was um, it was on. The, I saw it like cambered and everything. Yes, and I saw it on the highway, and I could not believe how unsafe it was going the other direction. Thankfully, oh, that's funny. Yeah, because if, if I approached that, I would just exit the highway and get a cup of coffee, and then get back on the highway just so that whatever accident it was going to have, it could have that without me being near it. Right. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, I did see something. I saw something today, actually. You did, and it was it was quite humorous because okay, so there was a. Uh, a uh, a Camaro, a V6 Camaro, like uh, a new one. Okay. Um, and we were getting on to northbound I-25 on our both our very favorite entrance ramp. Yes. Uh huh. Yeah. It's like a great chicane that From has like spear. an off. Yeah. Yeah. Uh huh. It's the it's the best. Yeah. It's a little mini racetrack. It is. Yeah. And uh, I had my wife and my my baby in the in the back seat. Well, Jenny was in the front, but you know, yeah, the baby was in the back seat. And, uh, and he, it, the Saab was faster. Okay. The Saab was faster than, than the V6 Camaro. And I just thought it was hilarious. Nice. That he was like really going for it in uh-huh. his, and he, I think he had an exhaust on it or something. Okay. Because uh, it was really pretty loud. Well, the stock, they are pretty loud even oh, for okay. the V6. Yeah. Yeah. I hadn't been behind one before. Um, but, but it, he got shown up by Sweden. Yeah. By a family in a station wagon. Yes. Yes, that's living the dream right there, my friend. <laughs> it was awesome. Yes. And even yes. Jenny was, even Jenny, who doesn't give a shit about yeah. cars, was just like, you know, I do like that I can just go blowing past sports cars in my station wagon. Yeah. Because it's funny. Yeah, it is. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. That's what I want in my life for the rest of my life. Yeah. That's why my next car is going to be a Mercedes-Benz station wagon with a goddamn supercharger. I yes, you should do that. Right, you should do all of that. Yes, yeah, yeah. It's going to be debadged. Yeah, yeah. It's going to have a bike rack on it mm-hmm. and a couple team clear code stickers. What's funny is that I really anyone who gets surprised by a Mercedes station wagon really yeah. it doesn't make any difference if you debadge or not. No, no, really. they know. Yeah, they're going to see the goddamn four exhaust pipes coming out of the back. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Let's see. I don't. Yeah, I don't think I saw anything else. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. All right. All right, so this week, yes, I I was flying, and uh, my connecting flight was through Dallas. So I have I have a story before I get to the rental car. Okay, so I had a five a.m. flight. God damn! So five. that means you have to like show up at the airport at like three. I woke up at two thirty in the morning. Wow, you should have just stayed up, right? Yeah, yeah, I should have. Yeah, I would have been better off. So I, I, I <laughs> woke up at two thirty, get to the airport super early. Get to the get to the flight, and I'm connecting through Dallas. So I get on my my flight. It's a United flight, mm-hmm. and I'm on. I have an aisle seat, and the two seats next to me are occupied by this very, very sweet, uh, very young, like in their twenties, Texan couple. And okay. I mean, she's like she already has big hair. She's like 25. She already has big hair. Okay. And he had a fucking cowboy hat in his lap. Yes. Really. Yes. And I pull Dude, up. Sometimes you just want to see that. You just want to see that. Yeah, you're like, oh, they yeah. still make you. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's interesting. I thought that I thought your line went out of production several <laughs> years ago, but it turns out, yep, they're still stamping them out. Yep. All right. Okay. So I I pull up next to him and I'm not in love with the world right now. You know, because <laughs> it's five o'clock in the fucking morning. I can't imagine a five a five a.m. Ian. Yeah, five a.m. and I'm going to Dallas, which is like my yeah. least favorite city on the planet. Yeah. So I'm going. At least it's Dallas. At least it's not in Florida. <laughs> <laughs> Go on. I'm yeah. sorry. I'm no, sorry. that's that should be their tagline because <laughs> that's the best thing you can say about it, really. Um. So I pull up next to them, and they're. They just look at me like completely like bright eyed and are just oh, like, God, and go, hi. No. And I just wanted to throw my bags down and go, nope. <laughs> no. Uh-uh. You can't, you can't bring that kind of heat in the morning. No. Nope. I just it wanted needs to be quiet. Throw the bags down. Yep. Go back to the jetway and sob myself to sleep. Just curled up right there. That's what I wanted to do. My my friend base texted me a poem about coffee in the morning. And uh <laughs> let me let me pull it up. It, because it's really funny and it embodies everything that I believe so, about being a morning person. To make it worse, be, just you, while you're pulling that up. Uh-huh. So they you know, beyond just 
being nice in the morning, which, come on, that's <laughs> the, unacceptable. The, the nerve of I, those people. Jesus Christ, take it down a notch. She, I finally put my headphones on with the loudest, most obnoxious music I could find. Uh-huh. When she started, so it was an American flight, and it was, uh, uh, so they were... They had the the screens in the back of the headrest. Yes, with the like the it was touch screen, so you could like browse the free episodes of whatever shitty TV they had. Uh huh. And she started describing the plot out loud of all of the free Big Bang Theory episodes that were available, and I was just, oh god, yeah. just yeah, shut up. <laughs> Stop. I'm headbutting the microphone. So here's here's the po- here's the poem for mornings. Coffee, coffee, coffee. Coffee. Coffee, coffee. Everyone shut up. <laughs> coffee. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. My buddy Bass sent that to me. Yeah. Yeah. So, no, th- I mean, that's that's basically what runs through my head all uh, day, yeah. except at like about three o'clock in the afternoon, it yep. changes to whiskey. <laughs> that's the only difference. And mine starts the same way, and then it turns to taffy. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Still, yep. everyone no, shut man, up. I, oh, man. Those people that are just like those bright-eyed, bushy-tailed morning people, Yeah, I would punch a hole in their throat if I had the energy, Yeah, and <laughs> but it, I do not. And then at some point, you have, you, like, you have to ask yourself, like, what's wrong with me that yeah. niceness gets me riled up? Right. But, <laughs> I'm pissed off about- But no, fuck those people. <laughs> someone being kind. Yeah. How dead inside am I? <laughs> I know. That like, someone is actually like taking the time to greet me nicely, and I'm yeah. like, fuck you. Oh, I was so pissed. Yeah. Like, they could have, I would have been less angry if he had just punched me right in the penis. <laughs> like, if he just took one look at me and punched me in the penis, I would have been like, well, it's five in the morning. You know, I get it. I understand. The next, listeners, the next time you see Ian, <laughs> punch him in the penis. <laughs> yeah. Don't you dare say hello. <laughs> I think you're Don't gonna, you dare smile at me. I think me. you're going to be glad that our audience is like four people. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> yep. Okay, okay. So Okay. So you went to Dallas. Yeah. Well, okay. So I, I was going yeah. to, uh, I wasn't going to Dallas. But anyway, so I got to my destination. I yes. rented a car. I got, this time I got a Kia Soul. Okay, so you texted me. I asked what the rental car was because I always want to know. Mm-hmm. And at some point, you are going to tell me as soon as you get the rental car because mm-hmm. you know I'm going to ask. Right. Yeah. So I instantly, as soon as you typed Kia Soul into your into your not Apple phone and hit send, <laughs> yeah. I had an image manifest in my mind, similar to how I had an image manifest with Scion last time with the gym teacher. Right. Right. That image was of you uh, and the rental agent and the rental agent trying to... <laughs> trying to shove you into the door of the Kia Soul and you're like a cat that that someone's trying to put into a pet carrier that doesn't want to go in. You have like an arm up on the door sill and a leg. And And I'm scratching him for no reason. (laughs) They they take one of your arms down and another one pops up. Yeah. And you're just like... (laughs) Yeah. I yeah, mean, and then finally they sedate you, get yeah. you in the Kia Soul, and you go about your way. <laughs> that was the image that I had. Yeah. I mean, that was pretty much my reaction when they told me <laughs> I was going to get a Kia Soul. I'm not going to lie. Oh, God. A Kia Soul, Ian? Yeah. What? <sighs> well, let me, let me, let me start. That shouldn't let me start for someone like let you. Let me start by saying this. I didn't hate it. No. In what? fact, I kind of liked it. <laughs> I I what? kind of liked it, Dave. What is this? My world is shaking. What is going on? I am on? about to mount a vigorous defense of what? the Kia Soul. I liked it. Okay. It was not fast. It was not especially fun to drive. But did it have really good wiper blades? Is that what <laughs> it did have pretty good wiper blades, I will say. But it it, it it did exactly what it set out to do, which was to be kind of just funky utilitarianism. Uh-huh. And I completely respect that and, and think that that should be a, a thing that exists in the world. It was fairly comfortable. Okay. It wasn't terrible to drive. It wasn't, it wasn't especially good or especially bad. It wasn't a Dodge Journey. No. And I want to come back to the Dodge Journey because I, <laughs> because like everything in my life, I uh-huh. now think of it in c- the context of the Dodge uh, Journey. Yes. yes of uh-huh. the Dodge Journey's terribleness. Right. Yeah. Um, but it, 
it it really wasn't it really wasn't bad to drive. It was I I liked the inside. I liked the interior for especially for rental cars. Okay, because you know it's bottom of the line. But yeah, it still had. Bluetooth and a backup camera and decent stereo, yeah, yeah, and decent stereo. And actually, I mean, like, I like the the way that they have like this funky layout of the uh, of the of the speaker where it's it's like a raised circle and then there's like a smaller column underneath it that comes okay. it comes up out of the dash vertically like that. Oh, okay. Um, which is just a cool little detail to have on such a cheap little just yeah, fun yeah. little runabout car. It would be better if it was lower. Okay. If it wasn't, yeah, if it wasn't it, so high, it it is kind of high up, yeah. But it it does actually they let you put your seat pretty far down and okay, like it it doesn't feel ungainly. Okay. For how high it is, all right, because and, and it's really not that high. Okay. But it would be better if it was lower. Yeah. Um, and it'd be better, you know, if it was faster and had a manual and was uh, a sports car, but right, <laughs> it's not, and that's but that's fine. It's not pretending to be anything other than. A funky little... Funky utilitarian. Yes. Okay. And so, to circle back to the Dodge Journey, what made the Dodge Journey so bad Uh was that it was bad to drive and uncomfortable and all those, like, other things, but it was also pretending to be something that it wasn't. Okay. You look at the styling of the Dodge Journey and it's all, like, muscular shoulders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I'm I'm an off-road SUV. Right, yeah. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. And it's just not. Right. Not even close. It's it's just something other than a minivan. Right. Yeah. Exactly. And so you look, but you look at the Kia Soul and you know exactly what it is. You know right. exactly what it's for. And it's kind of a quirky little uh-huh. fun car. Okay. And and the driving experience reflects that. And the interior reflects that. And it it's actually a really done, well done little cheap quirky car. Okay. So okay. I, I actually really liked it. Wow. I would, I would, if I had to, my last three rentals. Yeah. Okay. In a row. Yeah. And they were presented to me and I had the Dodge Journey, the, I don't remember what the last one was. It was that boring. The the one before that. The oh, the, 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 the Sentra. Sentra. The Sentra yeah. or the, the Kia Soul. I'd take the, the Soul every time. Wow. Yeah. Well, I mean, compared to a Sentra or Journey, sure. Yeah. Um, wow. That's pretty crazy. It seems like that funky utilitarian, it, the Kia Soul is really the only thing that's kind of hung on. And in fact, kind of some things have died off like the Nissan Cube. Yeah. And new things have been born in that funky utilitarianism like the Jeep Renegade. Yeah, the Renegade. You could. Yeah. You can also, I guess, make the case for the Juke. Yep. Yeah, for the Juke. Yeah. You're Although right. that's sort of trying to be more of an SUV. It is. Even than the Renegade is, I think. Yeah. Just from the way it looks, but... Um, and man, I got to tell you, Kia sold a boatload of Kia Souls. They did. And you see them, ev- Melissa and I were driving around. It was like, there's one, there's well, one. Uh, yeah. And now there's that I, one, now there's that I one. was thinking about it, now they're everywhere. They're everywhere. Yeah. No, Kia, I pulled up some st- sales figures on Kia, um, for how many they sold in, in just the past month. Oh yeah. And so like uh Jeep sold in December... Uh, 2015, Jeep sold almost 9,000 Renegades. Kia sold 12,000 Kia Souls. Wow. And that car's been out for a while. It has. And on top of that, its sales figures have steadily risen throughout the year. Wow. It started off in uh, January 2015 with 8,000 units. Mm -hmm. And then uh, August was a huge month. 17,000 Kia Souls were sold. That's crazy. Right? And yeah, I mean, the, every every year, every month, except for January and February, five digits of sales figures. That's insane. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's it's really not a bad little car. And I mean, it's, again, no means especially fun to drive. Sure, or, sure. I didn't drive the two liter. Obviously, I drove the 1.6. So. But it, it wasn't trying to be something other than what it was. Right. Yeah. And it, and it did, it, it was successful in that way. That's so. crazy that we have to give a hashtag team clear cut approved to a Kia Soul. But I totally, I, I, I feel completely comfortable. No, and, and I, I think that does a really good job of embodying a thing that I really want to get across about our podcast is that, like, there isn't a reason why we should just go along with, like, hating on something because we see everyone else on the internet hate on something. Right. Right? Like, I, I, until you spoke about the Kia Soul and, help, you know, and justified your experience with it, no, like... I, 
screw the soul. I would never get in one. Right. Right? Well, and I think and the other thing, too, is that I, it, it does have, uh, you know, it's not just a car. Like, it does feel like it has a bit of a personality to it. It does, yeah. And it, yeah. And it, it, it comes across. It's a quirky, fun little, fun little car. Okay. Yeah. All right. Hey, you know, that's what we're here for. Like, honestly, I, I think that's one of the reasons that you and I do this podcast is to kind of turn some of these conventional, yeah. stereotypical assumptions about cars yeah. around. Yeah, I agree. You know? Yeah. Huh. Wow. I can't, I, it's like I'm in shock. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. All right, man. I thought you might be surprised by that because you, yeah. your reaction when I told you what I was renting, you were like, oh, God, here yeah. we go. Yeah, like I can't wait to get into this. And at that point, I was already like, I kind of like it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Huh. Wow. Well, that's really cool, man. Yeah. All right. So what else we got? Um. Well, the so the big news this week for automotive enthusiasts was uh-huh. the the whole shitstorm that SEMA started. Yeah, tell me about that because I saw some headlines, but in typical day fashion, didn't read anything. Right. Uh, yeah. You need the 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 Tilder version. Yeah. Uh-huh. Too long. The too long didn't too, read version. Too long didn't read. Yeah. Um. So the the day version is basically uh, the EPA released uh, a memo. I think it was like a year ago. Basically outlining it was kind of talking about off-road engines so this was mostly geared towards um uh like snowmobiles and things that were never meant to be on oh yeah so okay. emissions like, emission standards for for off-road vehicles okay like jet skis and uh atv stuff yeah. like that okay. yeah yeah all that sort of stuff okay in that in that provision they also talked about cars that were converted from road use to non-road use. Okay. And basically basically line uh, said that that the that those were not that basically it's illegal to tamper with the emissions equipment on those engines. Oh. To convert something from road use to off-road use. Okay. So SEMA kind of latched onto that section and 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 put out a big press release and and basically said that the EPA was trying to make it illegal to build a race car right as a product here right. yeah so since then there's been a lot of back and forth about about this in the enthusiast community and and the EPA has even come out and kind of tried to tried to clarify their position that basically it's always been illegal to do that oh really for like 30 years or something like that okay so it's always been illegal to do that but you know their enforcement is is basically they're not okay. They don't they don't give a shit about your spec Miata. Is essentially okay. what they're trying to say. Okay. So I I thought it'd be interesting to kind of talk about and 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 the other the other thing that to remember too is that SEMA is a lobbying organization. Oh, okay. Because okay. they, they represent aftermarket parts yeah, makers. Exactly. I was wondering how they got involved. Yeah, the aftermarket exhaust. Right. Yeah. And so, yeah. so you see all the time people who sell test pipes yep. to take out your cat, and it says for off-road use only. Yes, of course. And so that's that's and with, it should be. Please don't drive around with that on your daily driver. Right. So, yeah. and the, the EPA is basically trying to go after those those parts manufacturers, uh-huh. um, which would make it more difficult for people building race cars on their own. It would. But so this and this is where I'm. I want to kind of play devil's advocate for a second because I don't. And I, I honestly don't know the, the the total answer to this because I, I don't know enough about how emissions technology works on road cars. But wh- let's assume the worst case scenario and that the absolute black helicopter worst case scenario okay. that there are going to be EPA armed EPA enforcement agents uh-huh. at the lemons race looking to make sure that your car has emi- it's factory emissions equipment on it meaning catalytic converter basically right, right? right yeah or or that it's not turboed where it wasn't before okay those are the, those are the two major things that they worry about okay if everybody then had to do comply by that same standard why would that be a problem 
if everybody had to comply by it. Right. I can see what you're saying. Th- right. Then it wouldn't be a problem because everybody's removing exhaust to get performance. Yes. Right. And so, if, and if no one removes exhaust, then we all it's then bit, we're back. You, everyone's yeah. a little bit slower, but you're still kind of at the same level. And I, 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 I'm betting that the answer is partly that older cars, the penalty is probably bigger for the original sure. emissions equipment. Yeah, because that em- emissions equipment was very inefficient. Right. It wasn't as sophisticated. Like, and, yeah. Malays right. era cars that exactly. had, you know, giant V8s that only put out 160 horsepower. Right. But yeah. you, you got to think that there must be a, a, a happy medium there where like you could update to like a high higher flowing catalytic converter and right something that actually did the job right and and there could easily be a a framework in place for amateur motorsports and probably a whole other cottage industry that could spring up right updating emissions for for privateer race cars and stuff yeah and the but then the other question is what exactly like how big do we think the impact actually is? What is the delta between right? If we were all running with those open exhausts on the track versus running with the emissions equipment, right? And what that would do to the environment, right? I'm guessing that the delta is actually fairly small, which is why the EPA doesn't give a shit. Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, really, you're not doing that many. Even in a, even in a uh, something like a lemons race or a chump car race where you're doing, you know. Up to, to wow, that's a yawn. Yeah, sorry, buddy. Yeah, <laughs> even when you're doing like a, even a 24 hour race, like, right? How many miles are you really doing? Right. Yeah. I mean, compared to how many miles people do with their daily drivers, you know? Right. Yeah. I don't know. That's that's a really good question. I do like your devil's advocate approach. Yeah, you've got me two for two so far, Ian. <laughs> a Kia Soul and your devil's advocate approach. Normally, I just want to shoot down everything. I know. Huh. What's happening? Is it the new, Is it the fumes from the floor of the blanket fort? It's a little heady. <laughs> so it's like rubber garage tiles. Yeah, it could be. Yeah. Could Man, be. did you dose me with ayahuasca or something before <laughs> we started the podcast? Yeah, I don't know. Am I, mean, I on the... a spirit quest? <laughs> huh. Yeah. <laughs> Why is your head turning into a wolf? I don't, I don't get it. But yeah, huh. so there's, there's a lot of people freaking out about the EPA yeah. and and all and all that. But it doesn't seem. I don't know. I think there's the the right answer. Probably like most of these things lies somewhere in between what Seema's freaking out about and 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 the EPA's answer. Yeah, yeah, and I, yeah, that that's a really good point, man. That really is that maybe there is a cottage industry that will pop up or maybe there is, there will be a um, like, a, I mean, a, like restrictor plates for uh, WRC cars and, you know, like for, and for NASCAR. Yeah. yeah. And for NASCAR, like restrictor plates. But the, it's basically the same thing, but on the exhaust side instead of the intake side. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So you have, you know, you have a two liter engine. This is, you know, this is your catalytic converter. You have a, you know, three liter. This is your cat like that. Mm-hmm. Maybe that kind of thing, you know? Well, yeah. And, and, and I, I think there, there are other, you, the more charitable way to look at it, I think from a, from an enthusiast perspective is like, you know, you put up with a lot of other bullshit that you have to do. To build a race car. Yes. You know, there's safety requirements. You can't spew oil all over the track. <laughs> you you have performance regulations you have to meet. You have equipment, regu- personal equipment sure. regulations you have to meet. And I, I don't understand why everybody's default setting when it comes to emissions stuff is freak out. True. True. That, it, that no, it, like, yeah, don't take our test pipes. Right. Yeah. I mean, but if you're taking everybody's, then what? I don't. Yeah. It doesn't. I don't know. It doesn't. Yeah. It does. I don't think it's warranted. I don't think the the hands in the air waving waving them around and panicking is warranted. At the same time, I doubt that going after everybody's spec Miata and Lemons right. car is right. really a good use of anybody's time. Right. Right. I can see why re- those kinds of regulations need to be in place, but as far as enforcement, like they. I mean, you know, our priorities need to be on, you know, the largest pollution, pollution generating things. Yeah. Airplanes, tanker ships, like yeah. that kind of stuff that's doing like so much damage right. every day. But 
Yeah. But at the same time... But it's time, necessary to have those regulations. Yeah. At, at the same time, though, we, we as enthusiasts should be doing more to to do that, to, to address those things on our own. Because... And this is going to kind of dovetail with our previous discussions on autonomous cars. Okay. Because if if the the future that that we want, and I think the 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 kind of consensus that's building is that basically we we want everybody to have their appliance, their their very clean, probably electric, autonomous appliances for commuting. Yes. And we we want that to to happen. We you know this is going to be like the 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 vinyl model for for music, right? Sure. And then we, we get our fun. Uh gasoline burning stuff for the weekend and the track right right and in order for that to happen we have to be better stewards of the (laughs) of how we're using the gasoline engines now okay you know that's what i'm that's what i'm saying so i i think it would it would honestly probably be a good thing for lemons and chump and wrl and some of those other and scca for that matter to start saying that you have to run a catalytic converter and it can be it could be a high flow sure but there probably needs to be some voluntary movement in that direction yeah just to one give support to the aftermarket in that in that area if it's going to become yes a thing and you know just to be moving in the right direction because the writing's on the wall right that's, that's right happening yeah yeah so huh man Dude, you're killing it on the podcast. Dude. I just got, yeah, I got, oh my I'm God. bringing it. Yeah, uh, you got a beer. I don't, I don't know what I'm bringing. A beer and a half. And it's, it's coming. Yeah. Oh my God. No, I'm, I'm glad you talked about that. Um, you want to talk about Tesla Model 3? Yeah. Okay. Go for it. Oh, I, I know nothing about it because in typical day fashion, I didn't read anything about it. But oh, okay. I did see in the headlines the sticker price of $35,000 for a Tesla. Yep, before government incentives. Before incentives. Yeah. So that means you should be able to get away with it. But they have, to, the thing is like, so they're, they're going to start taking deposits on it. Okay. $1,000. Uh-huh. Reservations. Um, I think in March. But uh, production probably won't start for two years. Okay. Because they have to have the Gigafactory up and running. Oh, okay. The Las Vegas Gigafactory. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Huh. Wow. And that's a lithium-ion battery factory. Yes. Okay. The world's largest. And it, the the thing that everyone is talking about is basically that that GM is essentially going to beat Tesla to the market in that in that segment. price point. Okay. With the Bolt. Bolt. Yeah. Huh. Which is the dumbest name for a car ever. Yeah. It just makes me think of that animated movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Bolt. Well, if that's the bolt, then where's the nut behind the oh, wheel? Yeah, Dave, that's bad joke. Oh, it's terrible. Is that the first bad joke I've told on the podcast? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's anyway. been so long. How many episodes? Is this twenty six? Yeah, twenty six. Yeah. Um. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I I'm intrigued by a thirty five thousand dollar Tesla man. Uh. Oh my God! Yeah, that would be sweet. Yeah, they're saying like range of like two hundred miles. That's um, cool. That's yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah, it should be great. Hmm. I still want a Mercedes Benz AMG wagon <laughs> with a supercharger that gets like th- I agree th- three miles to the gallon. I agree. But when it goes down the road, it sounds like <laughs> and supercharger supercharger wine. Yeah, uh, that's funny. Ian, yes. What do you say we play some FMK cars? Let's do it. Do you want to? Is there anything else you want to talk about? Um, oh, I got to go karting with Matt. You did? I yeah. Forgot to, I forgot to say that. Yeah. I had a lot of fun. Electric carts or gas? Electric. Okay. And I, uh, I got to give Matt some stickers. Okay. Because he's been a, a big supporter. He has one. He has a, a Team Clear Code sticker on his truck. On the King Ranch? On the King, King Ranch. King Ranch. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. Oh, my God. Okay. That was a big one. Thank you, Matt. Sorry about that. It happens sometimes. (laughs) It just comes out of you. Your eyes just roll back in your head. (laughs) Like a second set of eyelids closed. (laughs) It's getting all X-Files in here. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, the Top Gear. Oh, shit. What? I'm remembering all these things that I was like, we have to talk about that. We have to talk about that. The the Top Gear cast. Cast? Yes. There's like 12 people on it. There are. There are 17 people. It gets bigger every time. (laughs) Yeah. But one of them is Chris Harris. Yeah. 
That was that's exciting. Yeah, because we love Chris Harris. Yes, and Sabine Schmidt. Oh my God, she is the best. Yeah, the the Top Gear episode where she's driving the van around the Nurburgring mm-hmm. is one of the greatest things in the world because she is flying by so many people in a Ford Transit van. Yep. yep. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's gonna be great. So awesome. That, that was it. Uh, I'm I'm done. I'm done. Okay. FMK okay. cars. All right. Should I explain FMK cars? Do it. Okay. FMK cars is that game, Fuck, Mary Kill, that Ian and I play with cars. Um, F, fuck, means you get to drive it for a day. And typically, we like to uh, say what you would do during that day with the car. Uh, M, Mary, it is your new daily driver. You have it thick and thin. And uh, you have to take care of the maintenance, you know, all the good and bad stuff that comes with owning the car. And kill k it goes to the crusher immediately so ian and i present each other with uh three car choices and we have to assign fmk to each of those cars yeah well done well done sorry something something popped up in front of me and i was like what squirrel yeah don't worry about it shiny ball yeah i'm good okay all right do you want to go first um yeah yeah mine's not that good this time so okay you're phoning it in i'm I'm phoning it so then after each you and i play fmk cars uh we're gonna read three listener fmk cars okay yeah all right i'm in uh mine is called let it be funky okay just plain old funky utilitarianism with a funky catch also funky (laughs) okay hey ian yeah is this one gonna be funky you know Uh let me check yes okay all right okay um so um this is gonna be a car music okay pairing Uh uh-huh so you can only listen to the assigned music in the assigned car okay right and it's gonna be loud okay and funky okay okay uh the kia soul Uh uh-huh with James Brown. Okay. So, funky era James Brown. Huh. Watch me now. Yeah. Uh-huh. Down and out in New York. Okay. All that sort uh-huh. of stuff. Uh-huh. Yeah. Rumble in, ju- in the jungle. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. Nissan Cube. Uh-huh. Parliament Funkadelic. Uh, okay. Yeah. I'm not a huge Parliament fan. Yeah, yeah, me either. I've seen them live a couple times. Scion XB. Earth, Wind, and Fire. <sighs> yeah. Is this the first gen XB? First gen, yeah, the, the good you. one, the good yeah, one. Yeah, you gave me the bad one last time, you bastard. I did, I did. Um, you know, I think, uh, I think I'm gonna take the Kia Soul with James Brown. I think I gotta marry it. Wow, man, I really convinced you. You did. Hey, I trust your opinion. I trust your opinion. I like it. Yeah. Um, man, I wonder what it would be like if I came at you. And told you that I drove a Kia Soul and that I liked it. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I'd probably just be like fucking gingers just making <laughs> shit up all the time. So then I I, I think I'm going to kill par, uh, Parliament Funkadelic because I can't listen to Flashlight again. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, and then uh, that leaves me with Earth, Wind, and Fire for a day. Yeah. And uh, What are you going to do in your XB in for a sign, day? XB, I'm going to load it. I'm going to load it up with toasters because it looks like a toaster. Oh. And I'm just going to make a bunch of waffles. For people, toaster waffles. Oh, they're gonna be plugged in. Uh huh. Oh, oh, oh yeah. Fully operational. Yes. Oh yeah. No, it's. So gonna, you're gonna have a you're gonna have a waffle food truck. Uh huh. And then it's gonna catch fire. And it's just Egos. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. And I'll just give out waffles. <laughs> it's just out until you to- get a cease and desist letter from <laughs> whoever makes Egos. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. All right. Okay. Um, Man, music is really coming up a lot in our FMK car catches because I think we really know how to push each other's buttons with... uh, With the music choices? Yeah. I think you're right, Dave. Ian. I I feel that you are proud of this one. Ian. Yeah. Guess how many words are in this title? (laughs) Is it 52? No. Oh. It's only 35. Oh, okay. (laughs) Okay. This one's called... What's the frequency, Kenneth? Part three. God damn it, Dave. Please stop doing this to Ian. You have a problem. Like a real, legit problem. <laughs> Under the covers edition. Oh badge engineered cars with an audible catch. <coughs> last, okay. last time I feel like I messed up when I gave you the Cadillac CTSV with orchestral versions of songs. Because you liked good. that. It was yeah. too good. Yeah. So now... I've I've done I'm gonna throw a corporate term at you. I've done some course correction. Oh god. Yep. <laughs> In our morning stand up meeting. 
<laughs> Mondays, am I right? Synergy. <laughs> are, are you working hard or hardly working? Ugh. Yeah. Okay, so here we go. Do I need do I need to Google anything? No, maybe? you're gonna know what these are. All right. Okay, first up we have the Saab 97. It was actually a Chevy Trailblazer. Yes, it was. So so you can listen to, uh since this is called Under the Covers Edition. The, you can only listen to covers of songs in these cars. Okay. Okay. Any artist you want, any style, but they're, they can only cover ABBA songs because it's a sob. Okay. Okay? All right. All right. Up next, we have the Daewoo Speedster. What? Which was actually a Lotus Elise. It was the, same, it was the same thing as the Vauxhall VX220. Oh. Yeah, or that uh, Pontiac Solstice. Is that the same thing? Speedster. Yeah. Daewoo Speedster. I'm looking it up. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah right? It was actually a Lotus Elise. <clears throat> no, that's not true. Yeah. Really? Yes. The Opal Speedster. Yep, Opal Speedster. Was here. Oh, yeah, you're right. Well, it was not the same as the Elise, but it was close, right? Um... I mean, this it. I pulled it off a Jalopnik list of the best examples of badge engineering. Wow! Yeah, you're right. That's crazy. Yeah, that thing that I did to look to see if it was right. Yeah, turns out it's right. Yeah, no, no, no. I wasn't. I wasn't <laughs> doubting you. It was more. It was more just my own disbelief out loud. Yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. Okay. All right. So, since it's actually a Lotus Elise, you can only listen to K-pop boy band covers of Brit pop songs. <laughs> so you're gonna hear suede. Blur, yeah. Park life, yeah. Blur's park life, yeah. Uh, pulp, yeah. Common people, mm-hmm. but uh, but done in K-pop, but done in K-pop. All right, okay. That's but ridiculous. Ian, it's actually a Lotus Elise. All right, okay. And then last, Ian, yeah. You get a Chevy SS. Okay. All right. All right. It's Australian, so what's that going to be? Yeah, doesn't matter this time. Oh. Because you have to listen to me sing all the songs. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in the passenger seat <laughs> and I'm singing all the songs. I am your stereo. Oh. And anybody who knows me or has even listened to a second of this podcast can probably guess that I can't sing for shit. No. I I Dave. am horribly musically declined. I have no musical talent. I have a decent ear. I can tell what I, I like, but I can't tell you why. I can't tell what chords are or what keys things are in. Yeah. Yeah. So you, do you want a Chevy SS and do you want to hear me oh, be like, man. I want to be like common people. <laughs> I want to do what common people do. <laughs> that that was some Jarvis Cocker. Yeah. 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 I'm sure he was thrilled. Just imagine me, like, just singing all of the songs that are so near and dear to you. Just the, yeah. the, your favorite Radiohead song. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You want to give me a few bars of Karma, please? <laughs> <sighs> Karma! <laughs> police! <laughs> <laughs> I like how police are like a surprise. Like, oh, whoa, the police are here. Isn't that the way that one goes? Yeah. I think uh, <laughs> that was ridiculous. I th- Do you have the time to listen to me whine? Wow. Yeah. yeah. See? I'm a I don't good- like that song, and I like it less now. Yeah, I'm a good singer. Um, <laughs> I'm going to go. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to marry... As much as it pains me, I have to marry the Chevy SS. You do? <laughs> so you're going to have to take some voice lessons or... Oh, God, I'm going to have to learn all your dumb songs. Yeah, that's the like other bands thing. Bands like the Does National mean... and Bullshit. Like yeah, that. you're going to have to You're gonna have to have like fucking beta band bullshit. Um, um, show some respect, young man. Yeah, the beta band. Uh, Steve Mason's coming out with a new album. I don't know. I'm very who, excited about that. I don't know who that is. I don't know what don't a Steve care. Mason is. Yeah. <laughs> he was the lead singer for the beta band. Okay. I Listeners, for anyone who doesn't know me, I have a bit of a beta band 
yeah LP collection problem. Yeah, it's an issue. It's an it's an issue. It's a legit issue you have. I have a whole section of my yeah record collection. It's like devoted I, to the beta band. I listen to people throwing synthesizers downstairs and recording it, and you listen to the beta band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The beta band is great. Yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> You're gonna have to learn dry the rain. You're definitely gonna have to learn dry. It the goes rain. like this: dry out that rain. <laughs> <laughs> that rain is wet. <laughs> You're gonna want to get a chamois and dry it. Dry out that rain. <laughs> it's it's getting all the other rain wet. <laughs> Oh my God, what's wrong with you? <laughs> that is not how it goes. That is not how it I, goes. I'm pretty sure I nailed it. Yeah. Uh, listeners, right. write in. Let let me know what's better, my singing or the beta band. <laughs> you son of a bitch. I'm going to find all the burner email accounts that you open. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, Dave, you were wrong. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. No, I'll, I'll, I'll look the beta at, band is the best band ever. I'll look at the IP it came from. It's your, it's your home IP. Yeah, yeah. it'll be all yeah. mine. Um, all right. So, so you're marrying the I'm Chevy S's with the that, Chevy with what you just heard sitting next to you. I'm killing the sob. Well, because that's going to be just as much torture for you. You realize that. Because first of all, I'm going to be sideways everywhere. <laughs> and you're going to have to sing a bunch of shit you don't like, which and which means you're never going to get to listen to the... Autecra, unless of course <laughs> the Autecra, unless of course the Chevy SS has some sort of error and starts dinging at me to let me know, <laughs> to let you know, to let to let me know that something's broken. Okay, uh-huh. and then you'll be like, "Oh, this is pretty good." <laughs> What's that dinging? Oh, wow! I'm into this. <laughs> Is what it's gonna be. Like. You just leave the door open and yep. like a blinker on, yep. and those two noises. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> yep. Pretty You're much. getting that rain wet. <laughs> What's the name of the song? Dry the rain. That's it's one of the be- most beautiful songs ever. It's great. Dry the rain. Yeah. Are you talking? Is he talking about sopping up tears? I don't, Dave, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Do you know? I believe he is, yes. <laughs> it's a great song. I'm playing it for you as soon as we're done recording. Nope. So I'm, already, I'm already pulling it up. Nope. Um, so, and then, so what does that leave me with? Yeah. I don't even remember. You're killing the sob, I assume. I'm killing the sob. Yeah. Because that was ridiculous. So that leaves me with the K-pop in the, oh, and the, the, the day with Speedster. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to autocross the shit out of that with just... Uh, Cranking it up, yeah. just oh, yep. Do you yep. do you like Britpop? Um, eh, British artists. Yeah, well, I mean, the beta band sort of falls into that category a bit. But like Britpop, like suede. I like suede. Um, I'm not. Can you name I'm, a suede song? No, not La- off my head. Lazy. Yeah, that's one. Uh, do you like know. Blur? Do you like Pulp? Yeah. yeah. Okay. All yeah. right. Yeah, I I like late period Britpop. So okay. you know, because that's when I was so uh-huh. you know Beta Band, sure. Radiohead, yeah, that sort of stuff. That's sort of when I okay. became musically aware. Okay. So I All missed right. sort of yeah. The you have musical Britpop. puberty around then. Yeah. Yeah, and and actual puberty. <laughs> it was pretty close around when like I was like twenty five. <laughs> yeah, that's like about a, the same. Like a normal person. Yeah. I mean, yeah. That's pretty. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Sure. Okay. Yeah. All right. No, but for real, late bloomer. Okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. Let's let's do some listener FMK cars. Okay. So first off, James and Israel, you guys have won Unser gift cards by sending us, uh, or Unser race vouchers by sending us FMK cars. Yay! Yeah, right? And so let's see here. We are going to read James's first one. I'm going to pull it up on my email. That's work email, Dave, not real email. Ian, how about you talk and distract the listeners? How about I just play Dry the Rain by the Beta Band? (laughs) Does it have like a 45-minute introduction? It is six minutes long. Fuck that. If you can't say it in three minutes, don't say it Okay, so you know the... if high fidelity, you know, in yes, high fidelity, yes, and yes. John Cusack at one point says, "I'm going to sell five copies of the Beta Band EP." That's the song he plays. Okay, it's called. That's the song he plays just then. All right, just shitting on everything I love. Oh my god! Did I ever say that they're devoid of talent? 
No. No. I feel like you just hadn't gotten around to it yet. No. No, and that's the thing. That's the thing. Like I you know, I used to work in a music store. Like I there's that pretentious music store guy. Right. Like I'm only playing Apex Twin in the music store. People walk right. in and they hear like you know. Mm-hmm. No. And then no. they ask, Do you have uh I just called to say I love you by Stevie Wonder and yeah. you're just like, Get out Nope. Nope. That wasn't Get me. Out! That wasn't me. You wanna come in, you wanna buy some Luther Vandross? It's okay. Cause guess what? Ladies love Luther Vandross. Did you know that, Ian? (laughs) Ian. No, I didn't know. Women love Luther Vandross. Okay. All right. Anyway, so first one up from James. Guess what, Ian? What? It's got a music thing. Does it? Yep. Okay. All right. Here we go. Better Music Wanted. One off BMWs. Better Music Wanted. M. Ruined by music. Music is jammed in the system. All right, BMW X5 Le Mans, first generation X5 with a six liter V12 from the Le Mans 24 hour winning prototype. Did they actually build that? Yes, James wrote, yes, BMW did actually build this. (laughs) He telepathically knew in the future that you were going to ask that question and typed an answer. James, you're a smart man. Yep. Cold plays the music. Okay. Now, 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 talk to me more about the Coldplay. There's nothing else about it. All right. Okay. Up next, we have the BMW E39 M5 Touring. It's the M5 wagon. Yes. What more needs to be said? <clears throat> Ian? Mm-hmm. Fish is the band. <sighs> I, I'll t- tell a story about that stuff later. Okay. Uh, BMW E92 M3 Ute. You know, it's it's the no, like El Camino type. They didn't do that. An E92 M3 with a truck bed where the rear seats go and lined with diamond plated steel. I don't know if they ever it's, built it or it's not. It's for real. It is? It's for real. Nice. Guess what the music is? Um, I got nothing. Skrillex. <laughs> yeah. Get you some dubstep. Um, um. What are you going to do, Ian? You want Coldplay and a V12 in an X5? So, of the music choices, I actually hate Coldplay the least. Yeah, me too. And actually, I would even mount a, I would even mount a defense of their first album, but I won't. Okay. I feel like I'm already... Um, we have the time if you want to get into it. No, no, I don't. I don't. I don't. <laughs> um... And they're but but they're a band that they're a band that they they set out to do a thing and they do it very very well. Yeah, it's yeah. just not a thing that I'm particularly interested yeah. in. Yeah. Um, Skrillex, not so much on that, and Fish definitely not. The problem is that the X5 is my is the one I'm least interested in. Right. Yeah, or I'm no, no. Fuck it. I'm crushing. I'm crushing the M5 Touring, even though that's what one of my favorite cars on the planet. Because no, I don't want fish. (laughs) Okay, all right. I agree with you. I would do the same thing. I I would put it out of its misery. Gonna marry the Skrillex M3U. Oh my god. Okay. And I will for a day. Uh huh. Rock that X5, the Le Mans X5. I I think I would do the same thing. Really. Yeah. Oh, I didn't expect that. I think I would because it's a ute. Yeah. And it's I mean like, I mean how sideways would you be? Oh my Just god, like all, all the, the sideways. All, all the sideways. <laughs> yeah, all the sideways. <laughs> I would never go anywhere in a straight line. No. No. No, you I, I would have to find out a way to have tires replaced while I was dri- <laughs> <laughs> while I was drifting. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. I, I I think I would do the same. The it's same thing. It's so over the top ridiculous. Yeah, it is. Okay, so now let's read uh, Israel's. All right. Let's see here, buddy. Okay, this is called the Littlest General. You know, hold on. We didn't answer what we would do for a day in oh. the in the in the X five V twelve V twelve. Okay. All right. So I know what I would do. Mm-hmm. I would. So one thing I really like about like big heavy cars that have a lot of power mm-hmm. is going uphill in them. It's like even further thumbing physics in the eye. <laughs> right. Right. I would just, I would find like a giant hill and I would just go flying up it 
in defiance of all gravity, mm-hmm. just passing everyone. And then I would just, when I got to the crest of the hill, I would just keep the accelerator down and just, you know, dukes of hazard over the crest. Nice. Nice. Yeah, that's what, that's what I would do for a, an entire day. I would put on uh, Coldplay's Fix You, which is their sappiest song. Okay. Just blasting. And I would get like one of those like loudspeakers uh-huh. like they had in the Blues Brothers to announce the show. Yeah. And I would just terrorize like fucking Cherry Creek or some like really <laughs> fancy- Posh neighborhood. Posh neighborhood. Okay. Because I feel like uh, that's they, they would expect an X5 blasting Coldplay's Fix You, but they wouldn't expect a 700 horsepower <laughs> one. Okay. All right. And that would be fun. Okay. Yeah. All right. Or just like break, like run through the gates of a gated community <laughs> and just, just turn it into a racetrack. Yes. There you go. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Okay. All right. Israel's is called the Littlest Generals. Okay. First up, we have a Pontiac Vibe GT, mm-hmm. the two ZZGE, and a six speed manual transmission. Mm-hmm. Right? I actually kind of like the Vibe. I've never driven one. I have. Yeah. Yeah. What'd you think? Uh, they were good little cars. Yeah, okay. I mean they were, and I've I've driven the so talking about badge engineering. So Toyota Matrix. Yeah. yeah so my my friend has a Toyota Matrix. Okay. I've driven that one, and then I also drove the the turbo version, the which I believe was the GT. Uh huh. Um, uh, and it was a fun little car. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> Uh, up next, we have the Chevy Cobalt SS, also known as the Brobalt, that Ian doesn't like. Yeah. It's the turbo one, not the supercharged one, with the five-speed manual transmission. Okay. Then lastly, we have the Saturn, Saturn Sky, the saddest one, Israel writes. No turbo. And not it's the auto- line, yeah. Automatic. Mm. Yep. Well, I want you to answer first. Okay. So I would actually, uh, I would marry the sh- uh, sh- the Brobalt because I actually like that car. Okay. Yep. I would uh, F the Pontiac Vibe GT. I'm not exactly sure what I would do. You have a, a fair amount of storage space mm-hmm. and it, yeah, I don't know. I think the marketing campaign, <clears throat> pardon me, the marketing campaign for that originally like made light of it having an auxiliary of an actual like AC outlet instead of a cigarette lighter, right? <laughs> right. And they showed a guy like plugging his laptop in, mm-hmm. right? So I'm trying to think like, why would you need to plug your laptop in your car, in, in your car? When it's 1999 and it, there's no right. w- wireless internet. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe I just do that and war drive. Like it's 1999 <laughs> all day. Well, Wi-Fi wasn't invented until 2003. Oh, okay. So I'd still war drive. <laughs> What's with all those antennas? Is he yeah. the ham radio? <laughs> yes, yes. And then, uh, yeah, I'm sorry, I have to kill the Saturn sky. Yeah, yeah. That that little convertible. It, yeah, and it's a convertible. Of, of course, I'm killing it. <laughs> yeah, fuck that car. Oh my god. Yeah. Um, that, I, if you ever look at a car and think there's no way Dave could ever fit in it, look at that. Right. No, I know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I am going to. I would fit into <clears throat> that car like it was a, a Power Wheels toy. <laughs> <laughs> you would just step on it in the middle of the night and be like, "Ow!" <laughs> yeah. Um, so I would, uh, I'm going to marry the vibe. Okay. I'm going to also crush the Saturn. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm going to, I guess for a day, Uh drive the fucking bro bolt. Uh huh. What are you going to do? You going to get a tribal tattoo? No, I'm going to go, I'm going to go to pet boys. I'm going to get all of the accessories. (laughs) I'm going to get engine vents for the front yes. and for the back. I'm going to get okay. the, the spinner wheels, uh-huh, the spinner yeah. like fake hubcap wheels. The, the uh, silhouette lady license plate holders. Uh, and the mud flaps, obviously. Okay. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. I'm going to do all of that. Maybe some sort of like, uh, I'll get a chive uh, sticker for uh-huh. the back window because yep. it's yep. a bro bolt. Yep. Um, Keep calm. Yep. yep. Keep calm and shive on whatever bullshit that is. The the very first time I saw that, I it said I, I saw a sticker that was KCCO and I was like, "Oh shit, I'm from Kansas City and now I'm in Colorado." <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. What is that? <laughs> and Israel that sent this in is also from Kansas City originally. That's funny. Yeah. Um so <laughs> Kansas City boy, what up? 
Uh, yeah, KCCO. Yeah, that's hilarious. And then I was, and then I was like, oh well, I should probably Google that to make sure it's not like some kind of weird sex cult. And basically, <laughs> it's what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's funny. All right. Okay. Um. Yeah. So. Yeah. All right. I like your answer. Let's let's see. Uh. Let's see what James's other FMK cars is. Um, I love how he wrote, yes, BMW did actually build this right before you fucking asked that question. God damn it, James. That's hilarious. Ian's going to hug you next time we see you. You get us. You get (laughs) us, James. All right. So here we go. Taking the long roof way around criticism, being critiqued by a famous passenger, unless the car is sideways. Mm. That's an off switch for critique. I like that. Okay. Cadl- uh, let's see here. Cadillac CTSV wagon. Okay. Passenger is Pastor Maldonado. Maldon- oh my God, Dave! <laughs> Who is Pastor it? Maldonado? Is he a soccer player? No. <laughs> he's a he's a F one driver. I'm His pretty... nickname is Crashter Maldonado. Oh, okay. He is. He was a, a the driver for. I he may have lost his seat. Uh, for Lotus last year, or for the last few years, he won an F1 race, so okay. he's not completely without talent, but he was kind of lacking compared to some of the other drivers sure. that are in the field, and uh, he crashed a lot. Okay. Like, a lot, a lot. Well, because he's a soccer player, what's he doing <laughs> driving an F1 car? <laughs> no, he basically bought his way in, so he's, oh, a, okay. he's a pay driver, so he, he brought some obscene amount of money with him in sponsorship, like $50 million. Oh, okay. And Lotus... Because they're Lotus, yeah, <laughs> or fucking broke, so they, they needed to have him. So that's Pastor Maldonado. Okay, yeah. all right, okay. But you get a CTSV wagon. I love that you were just <laughs> so lost. <laughs> uh, Ian, I know who the rest of these people are. Okay, okay. And you're gonna think it's funny when I read the third one. Okay, Mercedes Benz CLS 63 AMG shooting brake. Oh yeah, yeah. Right, passenger Walter Roll. Oh yeah, Walter Roll. He's got an umlaut in his name. He does. Yeah. I know who that is, Ian. He's my goddamn hero. (laughs) Sorry. I used to have him as the wallpaper on my computer. Wow. That's such an honor. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. All right. Then lastly, we have the Audi RS6 Avant, Mm -hmm. the V10 twin turbo. Yeah. The passenger is your wife. (laughs) Okay. All right. All right. So you can, by drifting. Uh Uh-huh. You turn off criticism. Okay. You answer first. All right. So my concern, as much as I would think it would be funny to be able to make my wife happier by driving recklessly, the Audi would be the hardest one to get sideways. Yes. So... Yeah, it'll do like that snap drift where it's it's out at like 90 degrees and then snaps back quickly. Right. Yeah. Um, I'm going to marry, I'm going to marry the Mercedes. Okay. Because of the Walter Roll uh-huh. connection. Okay. I'm crushing the Audi. Okay. And I will, for a day, I guess crash into things with Pastor Maldonado. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> All right. Uh, let's see here. So what I'm going to do is I am going to, uh, for a day... Uh, have the Audi RS6. Mm-hmm. And that is mainly because um, lately my wife has kind of expressed interest in like seeing how I actually drive like when I'm driving. Uh-huh. You know, like actually like taking turns as fast as right. I do like when she's not uh-huh. in the car and you know, when it's safe to do so. Uh-huh. Um, so I think that would be interesting. <laughs> interesting for is a, the word is a word for it for yeah. a day yeah, yeah. I mean, like, for a day for well, a day so like she actually we were talking about the acceleration in the sob the other day right because uh-huh. she said that she's actually kind of grown to like it uh-huh. and enjoy like accelerating when i accelerate quick in the sob mm-hmm. you know it, it's fast and it's stupid fun the turbo lag is ridiculous and right. you know it's even more so now yeah right and so we kind of talked about how like at first, for her, it was kind of scary being in the passenger seat mm-hmm. because, you know, it. she didn't quite know, like, just how fat, like, just wasn't used to the speed, the acceleration and stuff right. like that. But now, you know, like, she knows that, like, when I do accelerate like that, like, it's always, like, 
you know, in a controlled environment, like you just doing like a little pull from a stoplight, you're not like going 200 miles an hour down a residential area, you know? Right, right. right yeah. Right. So like she, she knows that she's, there's like yeah, she's limits around you, it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. And, and actually enjoys it. Right. So, yeah. And then, um, I'm also going to marry the Mercedes Benz because if you're going to be criticized by someone, yeah, they, they should be German. It, being criticized in a German accent is like the greatest thing in the world. Like, yeah. Hello. Yeah. yeah. All right. And then I'm sorry, I have to kill the soccer player and um, the Cadillac CTSV wagon. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. The football player. <laughs> and, Racist. And the CTSV wagon. Which kills me because that has the best taillights on a goddamn wagon okay. ever. Ever. Well, did you see the V90? Yeah. CTSV is still better. Yeah, you think so? I I really love those vertical uh, taillights. Okay. Yeah, I really do. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. All right. So did we do it, Ian? I think we did it. We done did it. Okay. All right. We bashed the beta band. We heard me sing. Yeah. You married a a Chevy SS. Yeah, I did. You did. Yep. I did. And I would. James psychically predicted something that you would say. Yeah, that was crazy. <laughs> and I got I convinced you that the Kia Soul might be a good yeah. car. Yeah. I I say that's good work. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this I is agree. coming from someone that spent 3 hours today putting PVC pipe together to put make a blanket for it. So, <laughs> what I say might not hold weight. <laughs> yeah. But anyway. Yeah. Um, let's see here. So, thanks to James and Israel for sending those FMK cars in. Um, we're going to uh, send you the uh, the answer vouchers and some stickers. Uh, if anybody else would like to send us FMK cars, we'll send you some stickers. Um, and uh, send us an email, rate and review us on iTunes. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Tumblr, Facebook. I think that's it. At Team Clear Coat. Um, Follow Ian on Instagram at EYE roll so hard. I roll so hard. Follow him on Twitter because he tweets funny stuff and retweets other funny stuff that I never would have seen if Ian hadn't retweeted it. Um, that is a succinct explanation of how retweets work. <laughs> I don't follow all these political people <laughs> or media types. Yeah. 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 Um, Do you just follow people who talk like your the music your music sounds so it's just a bunch of people going like beep boop boop beep boop 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 hey close do you do you want to know what i really follow yeah i follow a twitter account called Uh cool box art (laughs) it is video game box art like this they just tweet out cool video game box art it does it does what it says yeah Uh uh-huh Yeah, right. that that's that's the stuff I follow. Right, fair enough. Because I'm an idiot. <laughs> plays I'm a man child that plays lots of video games. In his fort. Yeah, in his blanket fort. Yeah. <laughs> and uh let's see here. So then follow me on Instagram and Twitter at NuckNuckGoose. And uh yeah, I think that's about it. Yeah. Good job, Dave. Good job, buddy. Bye. Kia Soul. <laughs>